Hey guys, we are back after the longest time. I'm your host, Root. I'm your host, Felicia. And today we're going to talk about loneliness. Loneliness. And I think everybody can relate to this. So there's not going to be like one person that's like, oh my gosh, this is not a podcast for me because I've never felt loneliness. Exactly. I feel like we go through so much as Christians and mm-hmm. we try to mention as much as we can you know that you know what i mean right. like we're trying to mention what we go through as many struggles as exactly we can. because there's others out there right which i'm pretty sure you can go through the same thing literally so <laughs> it's i us. think i think overall it's like we have to like the purpose of this podcast is like to encourage people so mm-hmm. by talking about things like this it's normalizing it to the point that it's like okay the devil can't attack us anymore in this way because he knows that everybody else is already talking about it and we're able to be free, you know? Exactly. That we know the truth. Exactly. And I feel like this topic is going to be hmm. so... I think, it, I think it's going to be interesting. Me too. Because the world now... Yeah. It's honestly going crazy. Oh, I don't want to talk. us Christians are going to feel like we're alone in it. That's but we true. have each other. We have each other. And that's, I think that's where the enemy wants us, that's where loneliness is, like, the issue, because mm-hmm. the enemy wants us to believe that we're alone in life. Like, hey, you don't have anybody, you're the only one who feels like this, you're the only one going through this. I'm actually remembering a verse right now. Share. Do Girl. share. <laughs> I'm trying, let me look it up, because it's important, because it talks about this. I um, agree with you on that, though, because if the enemy could get you to feel and think that you're lonely, you're going to want to, like, slip into the world. And you're gonna not not quotation quotation marks feel alone, right? But you are alone, so it's crazy. Yeah. Let me. Is it getting to you? I'm. I think I'm finding it. I don't. I can't find the exact. Okay. Okay. Let me find the version that I like. Not that I like, but that's the most like the easiest. Mm-hmm. Where's it at? resist him talking about the devil Mm -hmm. steadfast in faith knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world and this is 1st Peter 5 9 so I think that came to me because the enemy wants us to believe that hey if you're struggling with whatever type of temptation whatever struggle in your mind or in your heart you're the only one going through this you're a bad person you're a horrible person you're never going to be free from this but there's people out there in the world that are going that believe in jesus just like you are struggling in their faith or believing or not believing whatever and there's people out there who are going all throughout the world and i think the devil tries to get us in our own heads and be prideful and think only about ourselves no that's what the bible says when you pray not only pray for yourself, pray for other people too, because there are other people out there who are going through the same thing. So you are not alone, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we want to talk about today. We want to encourage you to get through whatever season of loneliness it is that you know we are going through. You want to tell them how we got this topic, like what transpired? Of course. I mean, I feel like that should <laughs> get always into this be topic. shared. Yeah, we were literally trying to look for a topic on our own. And we were just here, like, like bumps on the log. Like, we were just... We so, had no idea. Like, we had nothing. Exactly. We were blank. 
and we were like, you know what? We didn't even worship. What are we doing? We yeah. didn't go into worship. We didn't pray either. We just wanted to go straight into it, get it done. Exactly. And, and we were like, okay, you know what? Pause everything. Put everything yeah. on hold. Turn it off. Turn off the camera. Mm-hmm. We're going to worship. Right. So we threw on a worship song, which is, a, I feel like it's a very strong song because you're, yeah. welcom- you're welcoming him in. Right. It's know? like you're saying his name. It's Yahweh Semanispasara mm-hmm. by o- at Oasis Ministry, I think. Yes. Yeah. So it's like it's talking about like God's name and how he's going to manifest. Like something's going to happen now. Yeah. And we're expecting like it makes you expect and for God to answer, for God to say mm-hmm. and do what we need him to do at that moment. Exactly. So. And it was like telling you call to him, call him. He's going to come, you know, like yeah. seek, knock. And he will answer. That's right. And so, for me, I always have to, like, now I always have to, like, cover up right. whenever I worship. I notice that. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's very humbling, you know? Yeah. I feel like I'll have, like, more of a connection before him. And so, I was literally over here on the floor. She was over here praying. I was yeah. on the floor. I was, I, we didn't have anything to cover up, like, yeah, like I, over my head, like, yeah. nothing. It was just a blanket. I just got me. her blanket and I threw it over and she was praying, and as I was there, I had mm-hmm. three topics pop in my head. One was sharing our testimony, right? which will come. We're not ready yet. It's not like we don't feel God like telling us to do it yet. Yes. And then the other one was, I felt like these first two were just me yeah. saying, okay, well, you know what? Let's just throw this together. Right. No, I wasn't really let, letting him in. Mm-hmm. and. I was just like, you know what? I started crying when it when I started saying like Yeshua, Yeshua, or Yahweh, you know, yeah. all of his like his name. Right. And I started crying. I was turning up with it on the floor. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then out of nowhere, whenever so that was that was that was testimony, right? The okay. second one was um, temptations. Okay. Because temptations is hard. Right. We all we all try to fight temptations. Literally. And then I was like, no, I felt like that's me mm-hmm. saying it, you know. And then, whenever I was crying, <laughs> I, I, it's it's funny because you're here crying in the corner, but yeah. it's, it's amazing. It, it is amazing. I felt him tell me, you know what, you know, back away from your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. My people, my children are out there, and they're feeling lonely. They feel right. alone in this world because what the world is coming to now, it's horrible. The devil's not hiding anymore. No, he don't care. He's out. He's yeah. coming out because he's, he knows his time is coming. It's and he's soon. trying to take everybody, especially God's people, right. that get distracted, that feel lonely. Mm-hmm. He wants to take us down with him. So, right. I was I looked up. I literally... <laughs> I got up. <laughs> she emerged from the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I got up. And I was like, I have three. And when I told her loneliness... I felt it. <laughs> no, because, okay, I what I wanted to do was I wanted... Uh, for us to like count it three and mm-hmm. say like what we wanted at the same time but we were like we don't have time for this first of all second of all <laughs> it's like when she said loneliness i felt it like i got chills because mm-hmm. when i was praying i was praying for i was like god like get us out of the way and let your what you want yeah i couldn't even really hear you all i heard was just like mumble yeah i wasn't praying that loud and I was all like, I feel like he's telling me, stop mm-hmm. thinking about yourself. Yeah, literally. That's what I was praying. I was like, God, please. <laughs> like, I prayed it over and over and again. I was like, God, whatever it is, we don't, this is your podcast. This is what you want to tell mm-hmm. to your people. This is literally what I was praying. 
I was like, I want, like, we need your purpose. We need for you to speak through us, not like the other way around. We don't need us in here. We need you. Exactly. So when you said that and then you said loneliness, I was like, I can 100%. She See was how? like, I got chills. I did. I was like, oh my God, you know what? Because I could understand that perspective of, of loneliness. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of people. How many people aren't killing themselves? How many people aren't, like, going away from the church because they don't have anybody to talk to because nobody wants to answer their questions? Nobody wants to speak to them. Everybody wants to do their own thing. Everybody wants to have a position in the church. But nobody wants to go after those people who feel outcasted. Exactly. And it's so annoying. Exactly. Because I feel like, you know, he left the 99 for the one. For the one. You can do the same thing. Literally. You know. We follow his example. Go out there. Find the lost sheep. Yeah. Bring them home. Literally. Because imagine mm-hmm. what, you know, how they will feel once they're home yeah. with the Lord. It's like, and I think that's the point. People leave because they know nobody's going to go after them. That's why people leave because they, like, how many people don't kill themselves because they don't think anybody would care? Like, people leave, like, it's not going to matter anyway because they're too wrapped up fighting, like, like, churches now, they're, like, too much drama, they're fighting within each other, but nobody's coming together to do what they're supposed to do. Honestly, I feel like some churches are falling apart. Yeah. And I feel like some pastors, have you seen that one? I forgot his name. Something mm. Todd. Oh, Michael Todd. Have you seen? Everybody was talking about it. Oh, the uh, Easter service mm-hmm. thing. I was like, I I watched it and I was like, that did not feel right in my soul. I don't. It was care if mm. it was celebrate. You don't celebrate like that. You're That's bringing in right. secular music into the church. That's where I drew the line. I was like, I can like his messages are good. But that's just where you, like, you're trying to mix both of the worlds to make people feel better. You can't, that's not right. <laughs> you, can't, you have to pick a side. Yeah, it's either There's no either sitting one. on the sideline for this one. Literally. You need to pick a side. And it's Easter. It's literally about the resurrection of Jesus, not about us. It's about Jesus rose. He saved us, right? He's powerful. It's all about his power. It's all about him. Mm-hmm. It's a celebration of him. Like, yeah. yes, you know, he saved us. But we need to celebrate Jesus. Because of what he's done. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's too much. So with that being said, what I was trying to say, basically, like, back to the mm-hmm. topic, I feel like some churches are, you know, yeah. losing their way of what the purpose is. You True. know what I mean? And so that can make some people in the church feel lost and lonely because yeah. now they don't know what to do because they're straying away. And it's like... Mm-hmm. Why would you want that for... Yeah, like, nobody w- wants to go after those people, so... Let's talk about, okay, so let's talk about what do you do in these times? Because we've been there. You know, we've we've isolated ourselves because we feel so bad about our sin. So I think that's one of the main reasons Mm -hmm. why people... I feel like you should acknowledge the sin that you've committed. Right. Take it in and repent. Yeah. You should, you know, own up to the sin that you did. Right. And And I think that's the biggest problem. Exactly, because people don't own up to it. They want to ignore it. They want to... I feel like when you ignore your sin, you keep sinning. It becomes bigger. Because you keep falling. Literally. Like, the more that you put it out there, the more that you talk to God about it, the more that you talk to somebody else about it, 
the the more closer to your freedom that you are Mm-hmm. because that's what the devil that's why loneliness is such a big problem because it leads to so many other things you sin more you are depressed you are fall more into temptation like temptation it's a lot because you feel like no one's gonna care anyway mm-hmm. god doesn't care anyway i'm already too far in so i'm just gonna keep going i'm already standing so i'm just gonna keep sinning anyway so it's like loneliness is the breeding ground for so many things and issues like in the heart Mm-hmm. And sin is the one of the biggest ones because you it leads to. you to to more sin. Exactly to you comfort to and like it's like you doing. you get comfort in certain things. Like sin can be your escape for loneliness. Exactly. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I know it was for me. Like it is for everyone. Though. Yeah, I feel like that's what it is because deep down, nobody wants to. Like I guess. Like how I was saying, acknowledge what they've done. Face themselves. They're going to keep distracting themselves with whatever know. it is that yeah. it is for whoever. It could be drugs. It could be sex. It could be And we're not saying, anything. we're not saying like, oh, you've sinned so much. You can't come oh, that's to the Lord. True. We're not saying that. We want you to go to the Lord. Right. Don't try to clean yourself up and then try to go to the Lord. You can't clean yourself up. Right. And that's one thing that we tell our close friend, Abigail. Hey, girl. We <laughs> always tell her, you can't clean yourself up. The only one that can clean you is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, when we were all talking, like when we were in our little group and we did Zoom calls, we all, we always say to, said it to each other. We're trying to really like be perfect to go to God. We'll never be perfect, mm-hmm. first of all. That's first. Second of all, it's like, who cares? We have to go to God right away. The faster that we go to God, the faster God can deal with it. Instead of us hiding it, and then from that, the devil can throw his little tricks, and the devil can throw even more things. So first, you're addicted to drugs. Now you go to sex. Well, now you're scamming and stealing and doing so many things. Well, now you're... So it's like, it's growing. It's a seed that is planted. So the seed could be loneliness, but it its fruit can be all types of sin and all yes. types of separation from God. And it can be so many things that... It just leads you stray and more stray away from God. Mm-hmm. That's so. true. And, you know, so that's that could be the first one. Acknowledge your sin. Acknowledge it. So and you, after you acknowledge it, don't be afraid of your sin. Repent of your sin. True. That's what you should do. Very true. So it could be another one. Another one for, like, avoiding loneliness and why not. I think finding your community, and I know this is so hard. For, I was, was going to say reaching out to Yeah, it's like, it's not easy for everybody, but you have to make the effort mm-hmm. to, like, go out within yourself. Like, there's a local church by you somewhere, whether it's online, whether it's in person. Do it. Find it. You don't have to know the people in the church. Like, how we did. Mm-hmm. Our church is here in our area yeah. and we didn't know anyone at all no one we were literally sitting in there like 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 just... all we knew at first it was me by myself i was yeah. sitting by myself then i took her and it was just us yeah we don't know no one but we are trying to get more involved mm-hmm. we want to be more involved that's right and so you know i feel like people sometimes think well, I have to know somebody in the church to go to like church. Like, you need somebody, like, a, a security blanket. God like you need a security somebody. blanket. Like, you're there for Jesus. You're there for God. So let go of all those, all that shame, all that embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Go to church. 
find somebody, smile at people, talk to people, go talk to the pastor if you can, if it's a smaller church. Get to know them. Get to know the staff, ask them whether they have uh group meetings whether they have events like we went to the women's conference it was yes. amazing yes. so it's like find your community try and make effort to find a community we're trying to create a community we are creating one because we don't want people to feel like if you don't want to go to that church or if you don't want and if you don't have no absolutely no options you can come here you can listen to us exactly. you can message us you can communicate with us and that's what we're trying to get to create here. Like we already have one girl that yes. we know. She communicated us. She what? English. She contacted <laughs> us. She contacted yeah. us and she was, you know, telling us, Can you pray for me? You know, right. she was going through hard times and that's what we know we're looking for people that feel alone in it. You know, yeah. and we're so grateful that she did. We prayed for her. Right. You know, God willing she's doing good. Mm-hmm. Um so that's why we created this, like Ruth said. We're creating this for those who haven't found their community you know all it takes is one text you guys we're not gonna ignore you guys right <laughs> that's not the point guys. of this we want everybody to feel close together we want you to meet each other to talk to each other if two or three of y'all live by each other y'all can go meet up if the other four live a little closer to each other or an hour away like you could like we need for everybody, all believers to come together, like in Acts, when the Holy Spirit came and took over, and they were a community. They were sharing things. They were selling their possessions so they could go and feed the the poor. They could go like move like the kingdom of God forward. Yeah. So that's what we need. But that can't happen until we let go of that loneliness, like, and we keep going and we become a community because the Bible says. They will know that you are my children because of how much you love each other. We need to love each other, mm-hmm. okay? We need to be there for each other. Even though it can be hard sometimes. Yes, we don't have to be the same. Everybody, there's people that are going to be different than you, different personalities. Different opinions. Different opinions. But you have to accept that. But you have to accept it and you have to pray for them and you have to keep being kind to them and show them the love of God because changing their mind is not your job, mm-hmm. first of all. You can pray for them. You can pray. The Holy Spirit does the work. Mm -hmm. We don't. We pray, we plant a seed, and the Lord waters it, and that's it. Because that's how we end up divided. Because Mm -hmm. we try to win a battle that God hasn't told us to go fight with people. We're not there to try and debate and win because you don't win the person. You end up losing them. Yeah, because you're, like, pushing them further away. Exactly. Because they're like, oh, this is what that is? That's how you Okay, you think you embarrass me? You know what? I'm going to push you away now because even if you win the argument, what do you get from that? They're embarrassed. They're ashamed. That's what makes them go. Yeah, and then now they're lonely, and now they they feel like their church hurt. And it's just so many things like, hey, we have to make sure that we're doing things in wisdom. That we people are people. They have feelings, Mm -hmm. okay? I don't care who it is, they have feelings. So, yeah, just find your community and just get in touch with people. Let me ask you, Rue, mm. since we're talking about loneliness. Right. Oh, God. What was a time when you felt lonely? I feel like we can share our okay. experiences in Lonely. I think it was before I... Like, I was struggling with just lust or, you know, okay. like, I'm not a virgin or whatever. We're not sure <laughs> anything, guys. You know, I'm this not is, a virgin. This is it. Uh, sadly. 
And, you know, I was struggling with that sin and I, w I hadn't told anybody. I felt lonely. I felt ashamed. I felt dirty inside because obviously sex is a normal thing. Obviously within marriage, is that's the right that's the right way God intended it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, whatever. But it's like I felt alone because I felt like, am I the only one going through this? Am I the only one who's dirty inside, who's tarnished, who's like feeling this way because like god can you even see me like yeah. can you help me because but god wasn't gonna help me god can't help me in my loneliness i'm gonna keep going back to the same cycle because nobody knows nobody's there to hold me accountable especially if you're not praying and reaching out to him that's right you need to seek him that's another one that's yeah see continue <laughs> no but that, that, that no that was basically it like i felt alone because i was like nobody around me especially in the world nobody around me wanted the things that i wanted like nobody around me wanted so to is that what made you fall deeper into your sin i think so because everybody else was encouraging me to like the friends that i had were encouraging me to do these things like hey girl yes this is what you need yada 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 so this is an example of finding the right community right because okay. it matters because the people that's what the Bible says, that bad company corrupts good character because mm -hmm. obviously my character was corrupted because I grew up Christian. My parents told me what not to do. I read the Bible. I knew that it was wrong. I had knowledge, right? But you have to put intention to it. You have to put prayer to it, and you have to have the right community Yeah. because if not, it's all going to go to hell, and you're going to go to hell. <laughs> oh, God, No. <laughs> joke on here we do joke. we're not we're not the type that like i condemn you no we're not condemning you guys it's just a little joke it's a joke but it's true it's, it's true. A true though that's what the bible says these people will not inherit the one thing about us you guys is we're gonna be blunt and we're gonna try we're honest to okay. not say it as hurtful but that's the only way that it comes out some take it as hurtful some yeah some take it as you know it's yeah. just yeah. what is it called Crit not criticism well I mean, constructive criticism? That, something like that. But I'm just telling you what the Bible says. I am just the messenger. Don't kill me. Don't kill the messenger. <laughs> but but so, that was, was funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it was just you hung out with the wrong crowd. I you did. Got lost I did. In the wrong crowd. That's right. Okay, now, how did you get out of that loneliness? How did I get? I, first of all, I, I did it. I did what I did whatever right you acknowledged it i acknowledged that i did it i wasn't hiding no one first of all <laughs> she's gonna say something i know her wait no i'm not gonna say that okay first of all i prayed mm -hmm. i prayed for that's the next one prayer mm -hmm. i prayed for god to god about the right people in my life mm -hmm. i couldn't do it anymore god first of all god allowed me to he removed all those people out of my life he removed them he was like no you're not gonna you're not gonna be with them he removed them all i was alone for real like i wasn't only lonely but i was alone physically alone so he removed them and then i was praying to god for him to give people to me who are godly and that's when i was i moved out and i was living in my apartment by myself mm -hmm. at that time and then our friend abby texted me that you wanted to have a bible study 
And that's when it all started. And I was able to be surrounded by people who thought like me, who were going to keep me accountable, who were just going to push me and, like, lead me to the Bible when something got hard and I wanted to go out, like, go out and go back to my old ways. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need. You don't need somebody encouraging you to go and do and sin and do this and do that. You need somebody, somebody, some people who know that your struggle is real, that acknowledge your struggle, and that want to help you get closer to God Mm -hmm. when you're struggling. Also, I feel like in the community, they should also hold you accountable Mm -hmm. of what you're doing. So that way, you're aware, you know, of this is wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what we do. We hold each other accountable for, you know, you're doing this, this isn't right, this is not what God said. Very true. You need to fix it. Exactly. We're very honest with each other. You need honest people around you. Mm -hmm. Don't get your feelings hurt, okay? I think it's better to have honest people tell you the truth about what you're doing wrong rather than have people who are lying to you and you're still going down in sin. Right. Which one would you want? Right. I mean, I would want the honest person because at the end of the day, I'm going to have to stand before God. Exactly. And answer. Exactly. For my sin. Mm -hmm. Answer for the things that I know that I wasn't supposed to do, but I did. Exactly. So... I feel like that's definitely... I'd rather correct that before I go over there. Or go up. <laughs> I'd rather go up than go down. <laughs> right. Say, no, God. <laughs> so that's what it was. So you hung out with the wrong crowd. Then you started making all these sins. You started falling down the wrong path. Right. Then, God caught me before I went down too deep. <laughs> thank We'll talk about that one. Thank, Some other thank God online for that. <laughs> then you... Acknowledge pray, what acknowledge and pray. And then you prayed. And then he gave you the community that you needed. Yeah, but I needed to humble myself, mm-hmm. too. That's another Definitely. thing. We need to be Ooh. humble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what can you say about how did you humble yourself in it? First of all, I didn't humble myself. I was humble. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't humble myself. God had to humble me because... It's like I had a sense of humbleness, uh-huh. but it's like, you know, when you're, oh, God, and you're crying, and you're like, Jesus, like, I, you know, I'm doing everything wrong, and then I go to sleep and wake up and do it again. That's not being humble. That's trying to take advantage of God, and you can't do that. That's just not going to fly for yeah. much longer. So what God did is he let me think and go like the prodigal son. Hey, you can go. Go do your thing. Do whatever you want. And I'll be back. I'll be here. So I did that. And I moved out. I thought everything was good. And I went through the worst times of my life in that apartment. Horrible times over there. I learned stuff as a human being, as an adult. By making mistakes, of course. Mm -hmm. But after God humbled me, he brought me back to my family. And he brought me back to the place that he knows people are going to hold me accountable. Because I couldn't hold myself accountable over there. I was going to do all types of things over there. You know? And nobody could tell me anything because that was my home. Yeah. So God had to strip me out of that and leave me in a difficult situation to where I had to just go. I couldn't do school and work and keep up my apartment. All that was just too much, you know, for me to do that by myself. So I left. I decided to leave. Mm -hmm. And now I'm doing better than ever. And yes, I still struggle. Okay, that's not to say I never struggle. Everyone's going to struggle. Okay, I still struggle, but it's not the same because I am not alone. I'm not lonely. I have people next to me who hold me accountable. I have people next to me who love me. And I'm not on my own. And 
the devil can't attack me like he used to. He's going to have to come a little harder than he used to because it's not going to be the same. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So how, how about you? Because I've, I've been talking too much. <laughs> it's the truth. I think what I felt the loneliest was whenever I was, okay, let's see, when we were first starting up, our whole Bible study oh, group. Oh, God, that was a tough time. Even though y'all were with me, like, you mm-hmm. know, y'all were here with me, I knew y'all supported me and stuff. There was a time when I had, you know, I was always seeking God, you know, yeah. and there's, like, I'm not going to say, you know, like, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I, I struggle in praying. Every Like, of course, you're going to struggle in praying. It's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep up with it. But at that time, I would pray day and night, you know, like everything. And then so I remember I was always asking for dreams, for visions. You know, I wanted to know him. I wanted to like know more, you know. Right. I got this one dream and it was so terrifying. Long story short, it was, I was facing up a demon. Like I was there. Fighting for your life. Literally. I'm not even kidding. This thing was reaching out. I saw the color gray, I saw the color red, and I saw the color blue. I didn't know what those colors meant. Two weeks go by, come to find out that my sister, my older sister, got into a car accident. Mm -hmm. Her color of her car was blue. The color that hit, the car's color that hit her was gray. And the ambulance that came was red and blue. Right. Ooh. And so, Mm -hmm. after that, I'm not on here saying like, oh, I have visions and things like that. No, I was just praying and praying. Asking God, like, speak to me. What's you to ask, come? You shall receive. Yeah, and I could have told my sister, like, hey, something, you know, might happen. Because she was in my dream as well, along okay. with a few other people. So mm-hmm. it was my older sister, a close cousin. Well, not close, but a cousin of mine and my mom. Okay. And so I should have told my sister, hey, like, is anything going on? What's going on? But I didn't reach out to her. Mm-hmm. I reached out to my cousin and I told her, hey, is something going on? Right. And she was all like, I'm going through some things. And I felt like that demon was the only something that we were all facing. I thought it was just something that was coming mm-hmm. at me. Okay. And they were just with me. Right. But she was going through something in real life. She was actually facing a demon of her own in real life. Right. And I told her, like, do you want to talk about it? She wasn't, she's not into, you know, how we are with God. She, mm-hmm. She's still finding her way, and I pray that she does. Right. I love her. And so, it was just like, she was like, you know what, I'll be okay, and things like that. I was like, okay, you know, I'll pray for you. Right. And then so, I didn't talk to my sister, because I didn't think much of it. And then my mom, she was going to a retreat that weekend. Mm. So, it was all like, okay, I know she's going to be, you know, God's going to have her. Right. You know, and so I was just like, what's going on? So, that accident happened, I want to say two days, or a day before my mom went off to retreat. Um... And I was just, it was just me and my other sister. We went to go see our dad. Mm -hmm. And I was in one of the rooms of my dad's house having our Bible study on Zoom. Okay. Um, And I was already going through it because my sister was in a car accident. That dream freaked me out because I asked for the vision. I got it. I didn't know what to do with it. (laughs) So you have to be prepared in what you're asking for. Yeah, if you want something like... First of all, know what you're asking go, for. Go into the Bible and be like, how do these people deal with mm-hmm. dreams and visions? So I can deal with it the same way. I feel like my thing, I didn't pray after I got that vision. Yeah. And that's what you need to do with it. But I think that's the, the beauty of God. Like, 
he's just teaching. That was a teaching moment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something tragic to where somebody died or something. Oh, yeah. Nobody died. They, right. Nobody they, died. They died. That way. died. <laughs> so it's like, I think God was just trying to teach you. This is like, if, you know, this one of your gifts, I'm trying to teach you how to manage it, how to wield it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was a teaching moment and you take it and you experience i feel like i i did something with it because i reached out to the president of mine but i just didn't do the rest to my my sister my mom yeah and so back to the loneliness so i was there um in the house we were doing our zoom and i felt like the enemy was just coming at me all sorts of directions like I felt like he was coming at me a lot more than he was coming at the girls. Mm-hmm. And it was so frustrating. Yeah. And I was all like, I even told them, when are y'all going to take a turn? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> But, what do you call it? Oh, my turn off. Um, sorry. They ended up getting, that ended up having y'all's. We had some stuff coming. We just, <laughs> the devil was just taking turns at this point. Literally, like, it's like he was going in order right. for that. So and I'm so, like, oh. Exactly. And so... My dad and I are having a conversation. I love my dad. I'm not going to talk too much about that whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I went home and I started crying. When I got home, I felt so lonely. Keep in mind, I went home to no one. I was by myself. Literally, my sister went back to my dad's. It was my dad and my sister at his house. Mm-hmm. My mom was on retreat. And I was like crying so much because I felt like the enemy was attacking me through family, through... I knew I wasn't by myself because I knew you were there for right. me, but I felt like the at enemy, the moment, yeah, I felt like the enemy was telling me like they're not there for you either, so don't even try to like, Ew. like try and Why reach out to so them. Ugly? Exactly, and I was just like, I can't do this. I literally walked into the house mm-hmm. and I fell to my knees crying, and I was just praying out loud like, please don't leave me alone in this. Right. I felt like the verse that I'm gonna share. Okay, I could actually add that to the verse. Okay, go ahead okay. and do your verse. So, I don't know how to pronounce the... How do you pronounce the garden? Garden of Gethsemane? What? Gethsemane? Gethsemane? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I, I always thought it was like... Something else? That's th- th- sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, when I was in my kitchen, I was crying and I was telling God, like, please don't leave me alone in this. Like, don't let the enemy attack me. Right. Like, I need your help. And I felt like... Like we were talking about um, for the verse where Jesus was telling, was praying to his father when he fell to his face and he said, mm-hmm. my father, if it's possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. And when that's whenever he's he's wanting this to pass over him so you won't right. have to take up that sacrifice. But for me, it was like, please let this pass over me because I don't want to have to deal with the enemy. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I felt so alone and I felt him just like over me and I was literally crying for my mom after that and then I felt like God telling me I yeah I gave you I gave you to your mom Mm -hmm. she guided you she gave you back to me you know yeah but now you're mine and I'm gonna take care of you in your loneliness yeah and I was like okay so I I calmed down and the thing I knew what to do I I prayed a little bit and then I went to go call the girls Mm -hmm. and I told them and they were they were giving me like encouragement they're like it's gonna be okay you know like so I feel like it's very important when you're feeling lonely and you have a community, go to them. Yeah. Because they can help you. They can lift you up. But ultimately, know that God is your first person mm-hmm. that you should go yes. to. Because she did that, and God handled it, and he let her cry, and he let her pray to him. and But still, he was like, I got you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not leaving you by yourself. 
I feel like I think another way that we may like feel lonely is like we don't feel as close to God like since we can't see him we can't feel him we're like God like are you even there Mm -hmm. like can you even help me can you even do anything for me because I feel right now that I'm asking you for something I'm asking you for help and you're not helping me but you don't have, what you have to understand what we all have to understand about God is his ways are higher than ours so if I asked him at the moment that I was in my apartment and I, I was living in sin to mm-hmm. help me the way that I wanted him to help me I would still be over there struggling with my faith and feeling lonely and depressed and I would probably wouldn't get saved. You know why? I would probably lose my faith and lose my relationship with God because I wasn't uprooted in Him. So those moments are there to teach us to go to Him when we don't feel like anybody's there for us. You know, and you can be reminded that there's a hope, there's a future, there's light that you can find in Jesus Christ. Exactly. And that's one of the biggest takeaways too another thing that i've experienced Mm -hmm. and i know it was just recent but i I got baptized right right when you get baptized like before i got baptized i was feeling like a little down right you know i didn't want to do it i was so scared i was supposed to get baptized previously but then i told you about this right Mm -hmm. i got a vision before like the week before that i was gonna drown in the tub lord jesus I go onto my phone and I see a video of a man that was getting baptized. He was something was holding him down. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe it or not, I strongly believe it that your enemies would try to take you down. Yeah, they don't want you to, you know, be with God. They don't want you to be with the Lord. To go to the next step. Exactly, and they were trying to hold him down. People were trying to bring him up. When he came up, he was speaking in tongues. Oh, and the he's devil never didn't spoken want him tongues. Yes, to speak in exactly, tongues. exactly. Mm-hmm. So when I had that vision. I felt like it was, it wasn't me, but I was still scared. That it was going to be you exactly. when you got baptized. So the first time, I was scared to get baptized. Then I just recently got baptized. Mm-hmm. And what do you call it? It was a week before I get a dream. Girl, I had a dream I got into a car accident. Oh, God. And it wasn't, okay, so this was it. I was on the freeway, right? Mm-hmm. Going to work. And... It was a blue vehicle and a gray vehicle. I've never had bad experiences with gray vehicles. I'm always aware. I always remember the color that swerves me, <laughs> that cuts my lane. I see you white cars. It's always y'all. Oh, God. And so when it's getting closer to that time, I got something similar to the dream, mm. right? But this time I was like rammed into, like, you know, the walls of the freeway. Oh, God. I was rammed into it and I was like actually looking down at the accident. Mm. I was scared and so after that I was like okay like I don't want to get baptized like I'm scared like what's gonna happen what do to I me? do yeah exactly and so when I was driving to work one morning gray cars were cutting my lane Mm-mm-mm. I was trying to stay away from so many of them but they kept they kept coming to you exactly <laughs> I was so like Oh, uh-uh, this is going to happen. today. Especially, I was like, I always blast my worship music. Mm-hmm. I rolled down my windows. Because if people could blast their ugly, secular music, sexual, I'm going to blastify my sanctified music. That's okay? right. You're going to hear the Lord in my car. <laughs> I don't play any other music. You're going to hear Jesus. <laughs> and so I was like, I had it on blast, right? I got this ugly, overwhelming feeling. I looked to my left. 
tell me why I see a crab going skrr. I was like, oh God, you were holding on for dear life. I was. I was like, Jesus, help me, but take my wheel, get me out of here. I was oh, so scared. I was terrified. I was like, no, 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 please don't let this happen. But back to being, you know, I go, I get baptized, and the feeling is so overwhelming. It's like you won't feel alone again. That's right. It's a beautiful feeling, you guys. So I strongly encourage you guys. <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> to get baptized, but not when somebody is forcing you to. Yeah. You have to feel it. Like be led by the Lord. Exactly. Don't just do it just to do it. Because if you do it it's just to do it. It's not going to have it, any meaning. And then it's just, you're going to feel like, what's wrong? And you're going to start questioning God. And you're going to be like, this was supposed to happen. Like, this was supposed yeah, to happen. Yeah, like you that. had an expectation that her experience was going to be your experience. Like, yeah. No. Everybody has their own relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So, okay, now that we've said our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I wanted to share. Your verse. Um, my first verse is Psalm 68, 5 to 6. Okay. So it's a father to the fatherless, a defender of the widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoners within, with singing, but the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. So you don't have a father, you don't have a mom, you don't have, like, family here on earth. You may think, oh, God doesn't care about me, but God can be all these things to you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. So, that's Psalm 68, 5 to 6. And then Proverbs 18 to 24. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That is Jesus. So, if you can't trust anybody around you because everybody, like, they're not trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Well, there's somebody who sticks closer than a brother, and that's Jesus because Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit, and he's within us, so that's closer than anybody could be. Okay? And then, Psalms 147.3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So if you've been in a place where I'm lonely because of something that has happened to you, like has happened to me, like because some, like let's say somebody died or like somebody broken up with your significant other, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to heal up those wounds and you're going to keep going. Exactly. Those are my three messages. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. So, you guys, that is the episode of Being Lonely. We all go through it. Everybody goes through it, especially when you're a Christian and you feel it. Like, you know, it's going to face you. It's going to hit right. you. It's inevitable. You're going to yeah. feel it sometimes. At least once in your life. Yeah, at, at least. least once. But you have to remember to pray about it. Yeah. Have your community close. Because even though you're, you may be right now, I'm not saying you're always going to be lonely. Right. Right now. In the physical, you're never alone in the spiritual. That's why we say pray. That's why we say talk to Jesus. Right. He's there. He's listening. Mm-hmm. And he will provide a community for you. As long he as would, you acknowledge it. Exactly. Acknowledge it. Pray about it. He would... Lead you to the community. Yes. He would give you what you're seeking. If you ask him to remove people, he will remove people and he will add people who are exactly. good for you. Exactly. So with that being said, you guys, we're going to close off with a verse of the day. We want to start doing this. I don't know if we've done it in our other episodes. I don't think so. Um, we're going to do a verse of the day, and it's Psalms. Something about Psalms. Ooh, the Psalms. <laughs> David was so David. Like, <laughs> speaking. Psalms 27, 4, where it says, One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, 
to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Oh my God, there's a song about this. It's so beautiful. Exactly. But that's where we're as, not asking. That's where we're telling you guys to seek him. Seek him. Always okay. seek him. Well, we'll see you next week. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yes. And don't forget to follow our social media, Instagram, TikTok, at God Within Podcast. YouTube. <laughs> and, you know, YouTube as well. We're going to post a video of this podcast if you guys would like to watch it instead of hearing it. Um, you know, it'll be on YouTube um, on Saturday. So everybody have a wonderful weekend. Be safe. And if you're going through anything, pray. That's true. God and bless you guys. God bless you. Bye. Bye.